Welcome to a fireside chat with Moth. Hello, my name's Luke, and I use they-them pronouns. On the show, I play Moth, the husk scavenger without a conclave. Today, I'll be going over the basic rules of the Fate Core system, which is the set of rules we're using to guide our gameplay. Feel free to skip this episode if you want, but it should help you follow along whenever we start rolling dice. First, the basics. If you've ever played or listened to Dungeons & Dragons, you're probably familiar with the concept of a role-playing game. A role-playing game is like a conversation, where a group of people called the players take on the roles of characters they created within a game's world. One player, called the Game Master, or GM for short, acts and voices the characters called non-player characters, or NPCs. If the main player characters are the central cast of a TV show, then the NPCs would be supporting characters, villains, or extras. The GM also simulates the universe by thinking through the question, if this happened, what would happen next? And then they describe that to the other players. And then players in turn ask, well, if that happened, what would I do if I were my character? And that's the core of a role-playing game. The GM describes a world, the players react to it, and the GM describes how the world changes. Without some structure, though, role-playing can lack tension and challenge, and it isn't much different from collective daydreaming. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but most people choose to use a system to run role-playing games. The most well-known system is Dungeons & Dragons. All of us on this podcast started by playing D&D, and it's had by far the largest impact on society. But that game is essentially just a combat engine, with most of the rules devoted to handling people stabbing things and casting spells. For this show, we wanted a system that focused more on story elements, freedom of narrative, and characters who change and grow over time. Because of that, we chose to run our game in the Fate system. So, what does that mean? Well, first, when we describe something important in Fate, we call it an aspect. This is a short phrase that describes a thing, or describes the quality of a thing. Aspects have tremendous narrative power, because essentially, aspects are the world. For example, at the start of this short, I described my character Moth as a husk scavenger without a conclave. That phrase is Moth's most central aspect the thing that defines their character as experienced with old technology, familiar with the underbelly of society, and searching for a group from whom they were separated. Every player character has five aspects, including one that is their central character concept, and one that is their character's biggest trouble in the world. Expect character aspects to change as we play the game and grow our characters. Other things can have aspects too. An area might have the aspect on fire, after a fiery explosion, or a city's population might have the aspect extreme political tension, after a divisive speech given by a public official. Aspects are made by three main mechanisms. First, the GM can create them as part of the scene, describing something in a certain way. Next, the GM and players can agree that a certain aspect should come into existence if a particular thing within a scene becomes relevant to the narrative. And finally, the players can have their characters attempt to create aspects in the narrative. More on that next time. When considering how the world changes in response to player actions, the GM relies primarily on the aspects. Next, we get a little more crunchy. That's RPG jargon for things that have numbers in them. In Fate, when an action could reasonably fail or succeed, or when the amount of success matters, we roll dice. For example, let's say my character Moth has to attempt to negotiate with a hostile spaceport manager. What happens? First, the GM picks a number, usually between 0 and 8, and sets that as the opposition, or difficulty. Let's say Andrew, the GM, picks plus 2 for this, because although the NPC is very angry, Moth's request is reasonable, and they haven't done anything too outrageous to uh, provoke more suspicion. Next, the player rolls 4 dice that have an equal chance of rolling a plus, a minus, or a blank. We add up the number of pluses and subtract the number of minuses to get our roll. Higher numbers are, of course, better. So, on our example roll, I rolled one minus, one blank, and two pluses, totaling plus one on the dice. We then add a bonus from skill, if our characters are good at that skill, and sometimes we have stunts that make us especially good at certain applications of certain skills. We add that bonus if it applies, and then compare the sum to the opposition that the GM set. So, back to our example. Moth has the parlay skill at plus one, and no applicable stunts, so my total is one from the dice, plus one from the skill, equals plus two total, which just manages to tie the opposition. Depending on your total, you can do better or worse, 
beyond just a simple failure or success. You can even choose to succeed at a cost, accepting some narrative consequence to succeed on the action despite failing a dice roll. But a tie here means that Moth's attempt to negotiate is successful, but at a minor cost. So maybe the port manager allows us to dock, but goes on to gossip about our crew later in the session, potentially ruining our attempts to remain anonymous. But like I said before, fate is a story-focused system. This means that I don't have to accept this cost if I don't want to. Each player has what are called fate points, a limited number of points we can use to influence the story. Fate points can be spent to declare minor story details, or to fuel powerful character stunts, but their most common use by far is to invoke an aspect. To invoke, this is more jargon, just means to say that because some aspect would be helpful for an action, the action should be easier. For example, because Moth is a scavenger, they're probably used to dealing with hostile port authorities. I could spend a fate point to invoke my aspect, Husk Scavenger without a Conclave, and get a plus two bonus on the roll, avoiding the minor consequence and preserving our anonymity. We spend fate points to improve our dice rolls, but we can get them back if we accept negative things in the story. This type of exchange is called a compel, effectively the opposite of an invoke. For example, later in the session, the GM could offer me a compel. Andrew would say that because Moth is technically a criminal, the port authority actually recognized me earlier and reported our crew to the authorities, the different authorities. Andrew gives me a fate point, and then the party deals with the consequences in the story. And that's it for today. With knowledge of role-playing games, aspects, skills, and fate points, you should be able to follow along fairly well with the action of the story. We'll be releasing another one of these mini-episodes in a few weeks with more in-depth explanations for things like combat, actions, and injuries, but in general the entire game functions with aspects, skill roles, and narrative consequences. Look for our first episode out soon! We hope you'll join us in our adventure across the worlds beyond our sky. Thank you.